Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is in Ukraine. He's trying to reassure President Volodymyr Zelensky and others there that Congress will come through with aid. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Margaret Brennan, moderator of Face the Nation and Chief Foreign Affairs Correspondent for CBS News. Good morning, Margaret. This is a surprise trip and it's coming on uh, the anniversary as the Ukraine war reaches its two-year mark. Yes, uh, this is a really um, sad moment for Ukrainians as they look at the two-year mark in this war and a moment where it appears that Russia's Vladimir Putin is emboldened just within recent days, having, um, as the U.S. says, been responsible for the killing of one of his main political opponents who was already behind bars, Alexei Navalny, and now looking at a situation where, despite international condemnation for the full-scale invasion of Ukraine, uh, Russia is watching the U.S. Congress sit on a package of billions of dollars in military aid while they're on vacation and without a clear timeline on whether or not the House of Representatives and the Republican Speaker of the House will will put it forward for a vote to approve it. So this feels, uh, I'm sure, for the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States like a dangerous moment in time. We're going to talk to her about whether these senators and other lawmakers who continue to visit Kiev and pledge support from the U.S., can actually deliver on it and the consequences if they don't. Uh, Fiona Hill, um, uh, a former uh, U.S. intelligence uh, analyst and, and Russia expert, will also join us. So tomorrow, South Carolina voters are going to head to the polls and the, the, the preliminary reports are looking like former President Donald Trump is really going to trounce South, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. It, it, you think in her own state she might be able to do well, but it, it's not looking good for her. Well, it, it hasn't for some time. She's indicated herself that she uh, doesn't necessarily expect to win, but wants to see some momentum, at least a better performance than what she saw in some earlier states like New Hampshire to date. But the indication here from the, the Haley camp is that they're holding in this race with the idea that they are the alternative or perhaps even the backup plan, uh, given how uncertain the direction of this election is in terms of the legal questions surrounding Donald Trump, as well as his advanced age. Uh, his advanced age is an issue for Nikki Haley. She has talked about the fact that she thinks both Trump and Joe Biden are too old to lead. Joe Biden, we should also mention, uh, will 
see some gauge of frustration among Democratic voters when they head to the primary polls in Michigan on the 27th of February. Uh, And I point to that because though he is the nominee for the Democratic Party, that that's not really in question. What is in question is whether enthusiasm is there for him. And in Michigan, there has been a very clear uh, statement by many of its residents that they strongly object to the continued U.S. support for the brutal ongoing war Um, led by Israel in Gaza. And that is going to be important in a key swing state like Michigan, where these close elections are won on the margins by thousands of votes. So we'll be able to talk to Congresswoman Debbie Dingell of Michigan about what her district voters are experiencing and thinking and why so many of them are calling for uh, Democrats to boycott Joe Biden because of this position on the war. What about this uh, issue with reproductive rights and uh, the the people using in vitro? This seems to be the newest hoop and the newest challenge um, as the line continues to move on where this is going with reproductive rights and, and all of that. Well, this ruling in Alabama with the state court really has had ripple effects that are affecting the ability of that state's residents to be able to access um, this aid in carrying out um, what is for many people the alternative when they can't get pregnant um, to be able to get medical help to conceive, to have a child in vitro fertilization. And the impact here after the overturn of Roe versus Wade has been the lack of definition or clarity really in, in any legal basis for uh, what how to define when life gets protected. And in this particular case, the decision that harming embryos is akin to killing a person is what is causing political reverberations. It caused on a practical level, at least three hospitals in Alabama to put a halt on carrying out some of these fertility um, measures. And, And Democrats are certainly pointing to this and saying this is the consequence of the overturning of Roe versus Wade and a conservative Supreme Court's, you know, the knock-on effects from this judgment and arguing that protections are something that Democrats can deliver. Um, they, as you know, are campaigning on this in the presidential election year, saying reproductive health around abortion and uh, other measures having to do with life are are at the heart of how to define um, some kind of galvanizing issue for Democrats to go to the polls, even if they aren't necessarily that enthusiastic about the name at the top of the ticket. Okay, thank you. We will be watching on Sunday. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.